Hello, and welcome to Basic Brunches, a show that was pre-recorded, live-streamed, and now available in podcast format for your enjoyment. There may be some audio pauses and hiccups, in which case, sorry! But we hope you enjoy, and if you ever want to tune in live, we stream every other Sunday at noon, Pacific Standard Time, on Twitch. And if you missed those, we do have those videos available on our YouTube channel. Enjoy! Hey guys, welcome to Basic Brunches, where... It's basically a group of friends hanging out with a drink, and then we're talking about some stuff that can be current, pastime. We're just, you know what? We're just fans of. So, uh, I would like to introduce everybody, but first, I am Stephanie, and my drink is coffee with rum, because you can't do a day without rum or coffee, so why not just combine them? And my fandoms are Doctor Who, Disney and stuff, food. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> hey, I am Sammy. Three things I'm a fan of are Miyazaki films, love Miyazaki films, cosplay, and binge playing video games for two weeks and then not touching them for four months. What you having, girl? What you drinking? Oh, uh, what am I drinking? Um, so I didn't know I was supposed to actually have it with me. <laughs> I'm drinking water because it's important to stay hydrated, my friends. <laughs> That's okay. There's got to be at least one sober person in the party. Oh, there we go. I'm just the DD. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. And then next we have Ren. That's me. Hi, my name is Ren. <laughs> my, my three things that I like, I also like Miyazaki films. I really like Nintendo's Kirby. It's one of my favorite things. I love Kirby. Um, and Pikachu. Everything Pikachu. <laughs> and what I'm drinking right now is a combo of Sprite and a little bit of vodka. Not too much, because I'm about to go on a boat later. So I'm trying not trying Ooh. to be responsible. You're going on a boat. So I'm like social distancing and nature. And so we're like, oh, we're gonna go in a boat later. I'm like, okay, we'll we'll do some boat stuff, like kayaking or something. Ooh, cool. Man, kayaking sounds awesome. All right, and then last but not least, it, right? It sounds so fun. I'm like, I missed that at Disneyland. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Whitney. So hi, my name is Whitney, and um, my main fandoms are gonna be Disney, Star Wars, and then. DC Marvel. And um, I'm drinking, so I kind of, it's think mimosa, but mixed in with some blue curacao. So it's like in this cute little beaker. Dang. I love beaker. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> like you pulled it up and I was like, <gasps> I'm like, science. <laughs> Sweet. That's awesome. So how are you guys doing today? Very good. Yeah. I'm Living that good. quarantine life. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I brought yeah. my nature indoors. I hope everybody's staying moderately cool in the middle of this heat. California life, man. <laughs> no, there's some places that are burning. Yeah. Isn't there a fire near you? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's been part of the course over here for like the past two or three years. So got that no. nice little white tint of ash on my car. <laughs> oh, no. The sun looks apocalyptic. It's a good time. It's getting the um, full California experience. I mean, it is 2020 after all. 
Well, let's get down with the dirty deets. Let's talk about board games. What is your go-to board game, or a few of them, if you have a few that you can't just pick one from? Who wants to start? Whitney? Yeah. Um, I love Catan a lot. And I love like the different expansions. My personal favorite is the Ancient Egypt one, because I have this obsession with Ancient Egypt. So I'm like, oh, cool, like mixing that in with that. It's a lot of fun. So that's mm -hmm. definitely like my instant go-to, but I also love like um, like Trivial Pursuit, uh, Disney Seen It, basically like themed versions of board games is my go-to. Fair, fair enough. That's cool, that's cool. Ren? I also really love Catan. So that yes. one and Life. Yes. Life! <laughs> Life is like a fun one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those two are definitely one of my top favorite board games. Nice. All right, I have one, two, three, four picked up. <laughs> I love Ooh. tabletop games. So yeah, my nice. number one pick is Boss Monsters. This is the expansion, Ooh. Rise of the Mini Bosses, because it's a little bit more well-balanced than the original. Basically, the concept behind it is um, you are the big bad in a video game. And... Ooh. You have to create a dungeon, um, and each card represents a dungeon, and different heroes will come through, and either you defeat them, and you get to gain their soul, I believe it is, or they are, you, you lose a life, because they made it through, they defeated you. But it's really fun, highly recommend this one. Even people who aren't tabletop gamers usually end up liking it, so highly recommend. Uh, my second favorite is Betrayal of the House on the Hill. Yes, I killed so people. Oh, you were the traitor! <laughs> no, I, I wasn't the creature. I was just a bad person. And I <laughs> left. Oops, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, like, well, sorry. for the uninitiated, Betrayal of the House on the Hill is really cool because the mechanism behind it is the board game, the board itself is always different. You are urban explorers exploring a haunted house and you in the beginning of the game, it's cooperative. You're with everyone else, you're trying to explore. At a certain point, the haunt gets triggered and somebody becomes the traitor and everyone has to figure out how to survive. <laughs> and it's super fun. Ooh. My third game, which is Space Base, which is one's newer that I was introduced to. But basically, you have to gain resources and bases for space, which is a terrible description. But there's so many rules, I'm not even gonna try to explain it all. But I highly recommend it, you guys should try it out. <laughs> Maybe when like, all this over, I can bring this over and go play together. Hey. <laughs> and then my last one, uh, which in my opinion, hardcore gamers will like, is Ascension. It's a deck building game uh, where you find the pieces instead of bringing your own cards and develop a strategy to collect as many rooms as possible. And it can get really brutal. And I enjoy it a lot. Whoa. <laughs> it's a very fun one. I've never heard of any of these games. I mean, I've seen Boss Monster, <laughs> but I, I've never played. Don't know. Bring them all by. <laughs> Bring them all by. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I like life, especially the ones that are a little more realistic. 
So like, oh, look at all this debt I have. Yay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm winning at least five. Exactly. I'm winning at burden. <laughs> Uh, another game that I really like is Sorry, because we oh. all know you ain't sorry, ever. <laughs> You're not sorry, okay? And then third, Jumanji. Yes. It's it's a classic. It's yeah. it's 100% a 100 classic. So, I didn't yeah. know it was an actual board game. I have the old one from when the, the original Ooh. Jumanji came out. I still have that board game. It's not wooden or anything, it's all like, oh you know, the papery, wow. cardboard stuff, but still. Well but. then, Jet, that just reaffirms my belief that this year has been somebody abandoning their Jumanji game. Oh, I'm, yeah. convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Like, I know where mine is. Please. <laughs> oh man, speaking of super awesome movies and fun characters, I want to know what are some of your, or who are some of your comic book crushes? They don't have to be just dudes or just chicas. You can always blend because I know that I can go super, I don't know what the word is. I'm, I'm bisexual, but like, I find people attractive. Like, I don't care who you are. You're attractive, you're attractive. Right? Exactly, yeah. Exactly, I'm like, oh, how do, you, how do I word that? I don't know. Uh, but my personals are Dick Grayson, just because ever since I was younger, I was like, ah, oh, I love those colors on you. <laughs> <laughs> and then next, throwback from high school years, Alucard from Helsing. And yes. Then, yes. I didn't even know it was like a series that coincided with Dark Horse publishing. Super weird. That's, and I was like, ah. Oh. That's so weird. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, I'm... I'm forever committed to Poison Ivy. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Who's next? Ren? I guess for me, I blame Rumiko Takahashi and Yu Yu Hakusho for all my silver, like silver-haired, fox-eared boys. And I'm like, yeah, like Shishomaru and like from Yu Yu Hakusho, there was um, Kurama, whenever he turned into Yoko Kurama. And I'm like, okay. And then obviously any other character that has long silver hair and fox ears. I'm like, those are cute. That's adorable. So there's that. Very but nice. also would have to sing Alucard for sure. Right? <laughs> um, and, yeah, Alucard for sure. And then Balalaika from Black Lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy? All right. So not to copy, but my first and foremost, my first cosplay, my first comic book crush is Poison Ivy. Yes. I love her. Ooh, She's right. not a villain, and I will fight anyone on that. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Like, I love her. Um, I also love Magneto. Magneto's big crush. Specifically Fast Fenders, He's but so that's cool. beside the point. I mean, that's just him. Yeah, but also, you know, I think Magneto was right. So, that's the whole thing. My, okay, my roommate and I had a whole discussion, and she saw Helped me see the light. <laughs> um, and then I have Gwendolyn from Saga, which I don't know if you guys have read. It's my favorite comic. It's an excellent comic. I cannot recommend it enough. But there's a, a character named Gwendolyn, and she is like high fashion. She's smart. She's driven. She's a little bloodthirsty. Huge fan. Um, and then I have Colonel Mustang from Full Metal Alchemist. 
And for that matter, Risa Hawkeye. I just want to be in a Mustang Risa Hawkeye sandwich, so. (laughs) (laughs) I can't blame you, yeah. Yeah. the best. Yeah. Yeah. Whitney. (laughs) So I just realized all my comic book crushes are women. So A. Yeah. um, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Can't blame you. I love, yeah. Like Zatanna is, I'm obsessed with Zatanna. You got Zatanna, Wonder Woman, obviously, and uh, Harley are my my girls. Like Mm -hmm. I'm so in love with them. But also if we're branching out to like actors portraying comic book characters, I would have to go with uh, Tom Hiddleston, Loki. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes you yeah. feel really weird about Loki. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I just had this discussion last night on a live stream or last month. I had a discussion on a live stream <laughs> and I was like listing off my daddies. <laughs> it was weird because Tom Hiddleston wasn't in there, but Idris Elba was in there. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman is in there all the way. Keanu's in there. Paul Rudd's in there. And so I'm like, I I can match them with, with superheroes. And I'm, yes. <laughs> yes. You get it. Yes, it gets. It's good. It's good. Being September, there are a lot of movies coming out and a lot of shows coming out. And I, I, I'm just itching. What do you guys think of The Boys? And what are you kind of feeling about season two if you're in, if you watch the show? I've actually never watched the show, so I have no idea. But I've heard really good things. And all my friends are like, why haven't you watched it? The second season's coming out. You have to watch the first one before you watch that one. I'm like, okay. So I'm hearing good things, so I'm probably gonna have to watch it. You should definitely, definitely watch it. <laughs> so same hat. I also haven't seen it. Actually, I hadn't even heard of it until this. So I read about it. I watched trailers. I actually think I am going to check it out. It seems one like a really interesting premise, and two, it does seem like they really like to go with cultural relevance like what is happening and tackling and kind of taking almost a political stance using this form of media. So I'm like, okay, that's really cool. I would like to check this out. Yeah, it's definitely like a fresh concept because we're so used to seeing like superheroes kind of like in front of the cameras, but this is very much like what it would be like if they lived in the age of social media, you know, like hashtags trending, you know? And so it's basically like a nine to five and, you know, working, it's like a, like you're working for this company and, you know, you have to make sure that you're top rated and all this stuff. So I think that's such a fun idea. It's so fresh. So I've always, I really enjoy the show. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea. Like I, comics that I really enjoyed were like, um, oh crap. I hate when I forget the names. Um, you know, like, Okay, so I I was obsessed for a really long time with one of the Green Lantern like groups of comics, Blackest Night. Blackest freaking night. Okay, so <laughs> I'm obsessed with Blackest Night because it's basically the end of the world. Superheroes are not going to help you kind of situation. And that's why like the boys just kind of like resonated because I was like, yes, they're not the best thing and they're not going to save you. And yes, you see this. It's so good. I'm really excited for the second season because I heard that they were also introducing a couple characters from the comics and it's It's good to finally see that. 
Soldier Boy, right? For the third season, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not into Supernatural super much, but it is one of the actors from Supernatural that's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Okay. Um, all right. I guess enough with the mushy mushy. Let's talk. Let's talk about movies. There are a lot of movies that are coming out and I, I'm curious to see what you guys have to think about that. Like, um, I know that there's an anime that's coming out. <laughs> this, this, guys, sorry, this is just me all the time. <laughs> Children, <laughs> Children of the Sea is having a home release with the English dub and I know that it came out last year with the Japanese dub. So I don't know, have, have any of you guys seen the trailer for it? And then what do you think about it? So I watched the trailer. Uh, I thought that the animation style was really interesting. It's really unique compared to what we're, we normally see in anime. And whenever there is um, a series or, sh or a movie that has a distinct style, I'm like, okay, that's really eye-catching. That does contribute to my enjoying it. And furthermore, I love the ocean aspect of it. I'm a huge marine biology nerd. Um, and I don't know when they mentioned dugongs, so I was kind of like, huh, what's what's going on here? Because I've always loved feral children's stories as well. So, <laughs> so I'm really interested and excited to watch it. So no. whether I'll watch it after sub first is, remains to be seen. <laughs> yep, yep, because we've seen some good dubs, we've seen some bad dubs. So. <laughs> Which one would it be? What do you think, Whit uh, Whitney? Have you seen the trailer for it? I did, yeah. So I've actually never, it's being, it's like a re-release, right? Yeah. So I've never actually seen the film itself, but yeah, like the concept looks fun and uh, like the animation style too seems pretty intriguing. So I'm like, cool, yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Oh my God, the trailer was so pretty. The artwork was beautiful. So I'm actually really excited about it. So I'm like, the, the, the art style is so pretty and I'm really interested in the storyline but it also kind of gives me like Nausicaa of the Valley vibes. So I'm like, hmm, curious. Damn. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, yeah. what's really in I'm, 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 I'm actually really excited. I don't watch anime as much as I used to. I don't know why. Something about weebs. <laughs> <laughs> something about weebs and how they've evolved into something kind of like, yeah. That is like sad. It makes you want to like define yourself. I was like, I'm a person who enjoys anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Specifically, yeah. Specifically, not like, yeah. So I right? <laughs> oh my God. Like, yo, the amount of times that I had like fans of Japanese, fans of Japanese culture come up to me and speak Japanese. And I'm like, bro, I'm not Japanese. <laughs> oh. Like, Yes, I'm at an anime convention, but like, I'm not Japanese, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I had to block them. Boo. Boo. Um. <laughs> but, you know, I, I appreciate people appreciating cultures. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's Maybe. really cool that you're excited about this. Yeah. Take it down a yeah. <laughs> Even though I did understand what you said. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. And that's why I like anime. <laughs> okay. Sorry to, to 
you know, kind of drag everybody down, but there is a documentary that is coming out, or it has already come out. That's out, maybe? That is out. Mm -hmm. Wait. That's coming out. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just in case we need to edit that down. Yeah, um, that's what <laughs> <for>. <laughs> yes, and it's... it's <laughs> Um, it's a tearjerker. It's a tearjerker document because it is about Robin Williams. It's Robin's wish. I don't know. I, I did say you guys should check out the trailer and it didn't, I didn't do well watching the trailer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so sad um, that he's gone, but I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think of the idea of the, of the documentary? Because I do know that they're trying to really focus on how um, deteriorating diseases can really affect a person and how it can change a person's personality, <laughs> change a person's behavior yeah. and mentality. It, like it's, it's in insane. Like, like it's, it's a really tough topic to address for yeah. anybody at any time. But what did you guys think of the trailer? And is this a documentary that you're curious about watching? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, for me, like, I absolutely love Robin Williams, and when he died, I was actually finishing up an archaeological thing in Peru, so it was like a weird moment because I was coming down the mountain and I finally had internet, and we were just talking about Robin Williams, like, oddly enough, and we are like, I wonder what he's doing nowadays career-wise. We haven't seen much of him, and so we finally like, just Google him, and then like, oh, he committed suicide, or like, he killed himself, and we were just like, this is a very surreal moment, um, how did this happen? And eventually, once I got back to the States, we got more information. And like, I was, I was really sad. I went through like a month or two just watching old Robin Williams movies and just like really cherishing those moments and at the same time kind of appreciating the work that he's done. But it also brought to light of like mental illness that it's really serious problem that it's never talked about. And of course, like depression's a thing. But in his case, I guess because it was more than just depression and it was an actual illness. I mean, depression is an illness regardless, but um, it was a different kind of illness that just was never mentioned. And I'm not sure if he had the support that he, I guess, needed or I'm, I'm not sure. So I, like for me personally, there's so many questions as to like why he did the thing that he did and how he got there and how he came to this decision um it's something i've always been curious about but also i think for a lot of people it would give kind of like solace um and kind of like a closure yeah yeah i feel that i feel yeah that. like i feel robin yeah. robin williams was such an important part of my childhood and i feel like a lot of people could agree with that as well you know whether it was him voicing famous animated characters or films we loved. Like, I think his death was the one that hit me the hardest, honestly, because I remember like just finding out about it and just such a like wonderful, passionate person. And I think it's important to shine a light on mental illness because, you know, it's not always just, it, 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 you can't just tell. It's not like, oh, you know, this person looks sad, so they must be depressed. A lot of the times it could be your strongest, most independent, funny friend, things like that. And so I think it's important to shine a light on mental health and Robin Williams as well and his work. And I just, I'm, I love him and just all of it. Uh, 
And I'm just gonna preface this with, I'm probably gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to. Um, so I actually watched the trailer for the first time this morning and it caught me a little off guard. Um, so I was actually diagnosed with bipolar earlier this year and I wasn't aware at the time that it is a degenerative and behavioral disorder. Everyone focused on the fact that it affects your moods. It is, people know it's a mood disorder, but learning that it was degenerative and behavioral was really devastating for me. It was really challenging to know that it was literally changing the structures of my brain. And so when I saw this trailer and I saw them start to talk about the physiological aspects of bipolar that are so often ignored and forgotten or just people just don't know about. Um, there's a part of me that is really relieved because there is such a stigma surrounding bipolar. Um, it can block you from getting jobs even. People will think you're incapable. You get all sorts of um, different attitudes, like people who know like even though they don't mean to, they do treat me like I'm more fragile now, which stinks. Um, but I think that talking about this with a celebrity brings it into the home and makes it so much more approachable to the average viewer. Someone who maybe looked up to this person and doesn't know anybody actively um, who's affected by bipolar in their life. And it helps because Um, that it'll humanize bipolar so much more, those with bipolar. Um, so I will definitely be watching this and I will definitely bring tissues. <laughs> um, but I am looking forward to it and I'm really excited to what it'll bring to the general populace's attitude towards bipolar. That's awesome, Definitely. Sammy, yeah. thank, thank you, you for sharing. Yeah. 100, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I, I know it's a very recent thing that you you discovered about yourself and there's a lot to learn and there's only so much that you can learn uh, just having conversations with professionals, but it's it's always nice to have like a, a really tight support group. So we love you. Thank I you. Love you too. <laughs> and yeah, it's one of those things that the support group helps so much and having the right doctors and getting the right medication are so integral in integral um. i don't know how to pronounce that word i can spell it though <laughs> uh, i forgot where i was starting with that which coincidentally okay so it's going to happen a lot because coincidentally okay. it actually affects your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala and your amygdala is also in charge of your memory <laughs> anger and fear and too so it's like sometimes my memory just goes out of my brain <laughs> so yeah but yes i really appreciate you guys uh listening to that and also creating an environment that i felt comfortable sharing that yes. just a dory fish so i only forget everything all the time it's okay we both can be that together <laughs> yay just keep swimming sammy just keep swimming <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. No, I'm 
I'm I'm really excited to see this one just because oh, no, it does break that. a stigma. Yes. It, it really does. It breaks the stigma completely because there's so much about like, oh, you shouldn't talk about your feelings or, oh my God, you're, you're, you're diagnosed with this or that. Like, ooh, I should probably back off just in case I say something. It's like, well, I appreciate you being cautious of, you, of saying certain things, but come on. Now I just got a title with it. Like, just, yeah, we're still the same, like, you know, we're still kind yeah. of the same person. We yeah, just know and- what's going on. Yeah, and I feel like it really depends on the person. Like, I would definitely check in with them first, see if they're comfortable with it. But for me personally, anybody who has a question or, like, how does this impact you or anything like that, I'm always happy to answer and educate to the best of my ability. Mind you, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. So most of mine is anecdotal and what I learned in psych class um, and research. But... In general, like I've had friends who are like, oh, like, is it like a bipolar person? Like, oh no, it's a person with bipolar. Like they're still their own person. They're just dealing with this disease as well. Exactly. This is fun, but I'm gonna do an (laughs) awkward segue (laughs) into, well, it's not really that awkward. It's more of, um, we're gonna start opening up discussion of like, when was it that you knew you were a geek? Like, like what what was it that happened that you realized, oh shit, this is some geeky stuff and I'm in it? Or like, was there a person or a group of people that inspired you? Like, I, like for example, I was raised on Nintendo comics and Elvira when I was a kid because of my dad. Uh, I, I super love like Renaissance Fair and museums because of my aunt. And I am super into like, conventions and now I'm stuck in the, the, the port hole, <laughs> the port key of all this like convention work <laughs> and I blame my friends from high school <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have like any moment or like any person that really got you to wake up and be like oh yeah I like this nerdy stuff I guess I'll go first for me I've always watched like Sailor Moon and like Hello Kitty as like a kid like itty bitty Uh, So for me, that was kind of like the norm. That was my Saturday morning cartoons. Um, And it wasn't until, I guess, I moved to the States where all the kids were watching Power Rangers and stuff and they weren't aware of Sailor Moon that often um, that they were like, what is Sailor Moon? And why is that? Like, that's weird. And I'm like, well, your Power Rangers is basically just like our version of Kamen Rider. So whatever. Um, (laughs) uh, But I wasn't aware until like, middle school i guess that it that like sailor moon and all that stuff was more of like a geeky thing um and that was more of like the on like anime genre and all that other stuff um because i was like it's just a comic book it's just like the same thing you guys read they're like no but it's from like japan I'm like, oh okay but i guess it it didn't really matter too much to me until like middle school or high school where i was just like you know what it doesn't matter it gives me happiness and solace and instead of reading math books and stuff on the side it gives me something to like enjoy and like daydream about like high school romance and what it could be (laughs) and all that fun stuff um and i think i really dived into it high school and a little bit of college uh just going to cons and just doing um like fan art and stuff that was really fun yeah so 
There's that. It was definitely not like approved for my parents. But yeah, that was basically like a lot of my growing up is just like that. Um, but I don't think it was expected to become more than just a hobby from my parents, at least. <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically how it's been. No, for sure. That's awesome, yeah. though. Like, oh, I remember watching Sailor Moon when I was younger. So it was fun. on TV. It was great. <laughs> I remember it being like, oh my god, I totally want to be Usagi because Tuxedo Maskio. And now I'm looking like, <laughs> no, nah, Mars and Jupiter look pretty banging, dudes. Yes. <laughs> Always yes. Jupiter. I had a Jupiter. poster of Jupiter on my wall. I was too young to understand it was a crush. <laughs> <laughs> but I was right? just like, oh, she's so Jupiter. cool. <laughs> Jupiter was the best. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I said it. Whitney, Whitney, what about you? So it mine started pretty early on because I grew up with my dad. So it was just my dad and I when I was little. And it was very much about watching animated Batman, like the series. So we watched a ton of that. We also watched the Tim Burton Batman films and um, a bunch of Ninja Turtles. So it was like, the 90s, it was, you know, prime time for that, but my dad was a big fan. So being exposed to that from an early age, you know, opened doors for, you know, the DC universe, you know, like, oh, I got into Harley and, you know, Poison Ivy, which, oh, love. <laughs> and then um, I've always been more on the artistic creative side. So that also branched into, you know, singing, sketching, writing. So I've always been naturally gravitated towards the geekier, nerdier kind of side of life. And so, <laughs> thanks, oh, Dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know you sing, girl. I know you sing. <laughs> we actually met at an audition, so. <laughs> we met at an audition. And we both had the opportunity to sing. So I mean, like it wasn't the whole song, but it was still good enough. Like it was, yeah. it was a, it was a, a singing, like audition for to to get the opportunity to sing a whole new world. At the Brad, El Capitan uh -huh. with, with Brad Kane, right? Oh wow! Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we were both pretty nerdy. <laughs> I remember waiting for the callbacks, and we we're like, let's just go explore. Yeah, we did. I totally remember that. <laughs> you, it was. We went to the wax museum, right? We did, yeah. That was this was like 2015, like right? Yeah. Five, five years ago. Yo, <laughs> bro, bro, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah, you know Disney love. Like they, yes, they. Always. I feel like unintentionally got us into musicals without even knowing. Right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sammy. Well, me. I know uh, you're a nerd. So like, yeah. <laughs> so like many of you guys, I didn't choose the geek life. Geek life chose me. Uh, probably the biggest contributor was my brothers. My brothers were like the first exposure to anime, my first exposure to video games. My oldest brother inspired my love of the sciences, marine biology botany <laughs> all that stuff um so i have a lot to attribute to them as far as how i became the little nerd that i am now um 
but it was driven by my rabid imagination as a child. I loved the worlds created by Tolkien and in Miyazaki films especially. I just wanted to have a little Miyazaki adventure. Um, and in the comic book I mentioned earlier, Saga, they both have just excellent world building. They're so imaginative, so colorful, and just really capture you. And that's what really kind of absorbed me into that world. And also, because I was imaginative, I felt like a lot of those worlds had more nuances and more creativity than what I was seeing on most television shows or in like more like the mainstream. I feel like being a geek is kind of mainstream now and I'm cool with that because that just means more people realize it's awesome. But like at the time it wasn't as much and compared to what I was normally seeing, I was like, this is so much more fun and interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's what I got here. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. I remember my aunt telling me that the first thing that I met, I learned how to read was The Little Mermaid. And it was only because I memorized what the words were. Pointing along, saying the words, and like it's a completely different line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was fun times <laughs> that I don't remember much of. Okay, so now we're gonna close off with a quick game. Quick game. So I, I picked likes and dislikes because I thought it would be a really fun way to really get to know each other. Like, what do we like? What do we not like? But the fun part is we don't know who did it except the person who wrote it and me. So, okay, I'm going to read a list of likes and dislikes. And everybody has to answer. Even the person who wrote it. Just pick a person. <laughs> just pick gotcha, a random person. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... This person likes scavenger hunts, Legos, archaeology slash paleontology, spooky stuff, and theming. But they dislike seafood, math, spiders, pineapple on pizza, and hot weather. Who is this person? I have a guess. <laughs> I think it's Ren. <laughs> okay. I'll say I'll say Ren as well. <laughs> Ren? <laughs> um, I was gonna say Sam. <laughs> Likely story. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry guys, but Whitney and I are the only people who know no! that it's Whitney. Hey. <laughs> no. I was like, pineapple on pizza. I, I'm sorry, I can't do it, I'm sorry. Is it the warm <laughs> fruit thing? You know, it could be the warm fruit thing. Like I've tried, I've, I mean like, I've tried. I really have. It's just not my thing. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You like paleontology, so that's all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What kind of spooky stuff do you like? Oh, anything honestly horror-related spooky. Like horror films. I love, you know, like um, HHN, which isn't happening, you know. But um, any, like, villains, spooky, ghost hunting, um, all that fun stuff. We're gonna have so much fun next month. We are going to have a pitch yes. a fit if we can't be spooky in October. <laughs> uh, yeah, bet we will. Okay. Okay, good. Yo, betcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> next person likes fruits, Kirby, learning new things, adventure, and tea. But they dislike rude people, inefficiency, brand cereal, scary movies, 
very opposite <laughs> of Whitney, and not getting to choose where their tax money goes. So the only people left are me, Ren, and Sammy. I'm gonna go with Ren. I'm gonna go with Ren too. There's just something at the said at the beginning of this that just makes me think Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to vote for a person? Throw somebody there. I'll just I'll just, I'll just say you, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know it's Ren because somebody <laughs> said they liked Kirby. <laughs> no, it's okay. I also don't like rude people, so I thought. Yeah. <laughs> the last dislike, though, I was like, yeah, all right. I yeah, true that. Super respectable. <laughs> yep. True that. Okay. Let's play taxes. I just want to know where it goes. <laughs> right? Okay, so the only people that either of these could be are me and Sammy. Okay. So I'm going to read both of them. And okay. you got to figure out if A is Sammy or me. If B is Sammy or me. Okay, so A. Likes rodents, Keanu Reeves, K-pop, celery and peanut butter, Rick and Morty, but they dislike entitled people, garlic, Kanye West, snakes, and jump scares. And then oh. person number B. <laughs> X. Person letter B. <laughs> likes folklore, antique books, gift giving, or giving gifts, soft blankets, acts oh, of creativity, yeah. But they dislike soggy bread, aggressive squirrels, disappointing <laughs> people, being helpless, and running for cardio. Oh my I God. figured it out. I figured it out. A is <laughs> Stephanie, B is Sammy. I was about to say, A is Stephanie, B is Sammy. <laughs> Sammy, who do you think is Sammy? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I think that... A certain hamster owner I know might be person A. <laughs> right. I was like, rodents, Keanu Reeves. I was like, freaking Morty. I was like, Stephanie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Maybe next time I just won't read who the options are. <laughs> Maybe we should like next time. have it like dinged up. And so we have to choose like <gasps> this person, this person, oh, this person. That'd be yes. fine. Next time, I hope you guys will have more dislikes. <laughs> like, here, I know it was, it was so hard. Like, that's why, like, there's some really, like, specific things. I'm like, I know I dislike things, but they're just escaping me right now. <laughs> right? It's so usually planned. in the moment for me. It's like, in the moment. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, hot weather, spiders, math, <laughs> my <Yeah>. twinsies. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. It's great to be in California. We hate hot weather, let me say. Uh, right? Uh, yeah. I can't wait for next month. We should, you want, you guys want to play the same game next month, but make it all spooky themed? <gasps> yes. Yes. Spooky. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a fun, fast game. And I'm glad that we have a lot in common and some things that we don't have in common. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> flavor. That concludes the fun, you know, well, this whole thing's fun. That concludes almost this entire episode. But I want to give everybody the opportunity to do a shout out if you're, you know, if there's a company that you're really happy for, organization, projects, social media, shout outs, all that jazz. I was thinking about the fact that we talk about, talked about children in the sea today. And one of my favorite places in the world is Monterey Bay Aquarium. And because of current happenings 
in the world, um, they aren't able to have guests, which contributes largely to how they are able to keep up their conservation efforts and help take care of their animals. And so I would like to have my shout out go to Monterey Bay Aquarium. If you are able to, um, I would highly encourage you to go look into donating there because they do a lot of amazing work and help educate the public on sustainable fishing and they help rehabilitate animals and they're just super cool. So if you can donate, that's a great place to consider. I mean, things like that, you know, because of Corona and everything happening, a lot of small businesses are in fact suffering. So I don't just have like one specific shout out, but I just mean like in general, if you know, a lot of mom and pop shops, which in LA, there's a ton of restaurants, you know, that are family owned, family operated. And so just support your local, you know, street vendors as well, you know, things like that. So that's a very important cause. So um, I think the only thing I can really shout out is stay safe, stay home, keep hydrated, wear a mask if you do have to go out and diversify your feed. Learn something new every day. Yes, I am. I would like to do a shout out to Quarantine Scenes. It's a project that my friend and I, well, my friend started originally where, you know, like there are a lot of creative people out there all over the world. And with quarantine, you know, obviously making auditions is really hard. Uh, going to sets, you know, a lot of like production companies are shut down. So I always say support your artists and definitely check out uh, Quarantine Scenes. I know somebody is going to be in a future video. Um, it's just a bunch of people that kind of get together, have fun, reenact some scenes from like iconic films. I know so far we've done Knives Out, uh, Ghostbuster, Indiana Jones, Bob's Burgers. So yeah, it's just real fun, casual, funness and check it out thank you sammy thank you whitney thank you ren and i'm stephanie and we will see you guys next time but definitely tune in next week for more programming and funness Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you ever want to participate in the live stream, we do stream every other Sunday at noon Pacific Standard Time via Twitch. And if you miss those live streams, we do have those videos up on our YouTube. Thank you so much for watching.